Hello, friends. This is Pastor Pierce Eaton, and you're listening to First and Foremost, a podcast where we give you teaching and tools to make Jesus Christ first and foremost in your life. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Questions. This is part of the podcast where I seek to thoughtfully answer questions listeners like you write into the show by using Scripture. Our question today is a really good one, and it has to do with studying the Bible. Someone wrote in and asked, I have been reading the Bible more frequently lately, and some of the passages are difficult to understand. I want to make sure that I am thoroughly comprehending the messages in each passage, what they mean, what lessons are being taught, etc. Is there a resource available that could assist me with this task? First of all, I think it is great that this listener is wanting to more deeply know the Word of God, um, to know it and be transformed by it. So that is uh, something that gets me excited as a pastor and something that I love hearing. Um, but I'm, I'm, uh, I identify with this question in the sense that there are passages of Scripture that are difficult to interpret, or at times we may come across a passage and we think, whoa, I'm not even sure what that even means. So there are many resources that could help us in this endeavor of of interpreting passages of the Bible properly, of comprehending the message and knowing what God is communicating to his people through his word. Now, the first thing that I would recommend is to have a good modern translation of the Bible. Lots of times people will be confused by a passage in the Bible, and it's because they're reading a version that is not in modern English. They'll be reading something like the King James Version, which is a good translation of the Bible, but it was developed hundreds of years ago and uses language, um, English, from hundreds of years ago. And language uh, kind of transitions and, and changes over time. So a word that may mean one thing 400 years ago may not mean that exact thing today. And that's why we have new and modern translations of the Bible. It's to help us um, be able to properly understand what the original message was. Um, Really good translations, uh, modern translations of the Bible today are the English Standard Version, the Christian Standard Bible, and the New International Version, the ESV, CSB, and NIV. So those are all great translations. There's many other good translations, but that's usually the direction I point people in as one of those three. They all read a little differently. You can take a look at them online and see which version you like to read um, more, but I personally roll with the ESV. Now, um, I recommend, though, not just getting a modern translation. If you have one of those, that's fine. You can roll with that. But I also recommend getting a study Bible translation. So a study Bible is a really helpful tool. And what it does is it explains passages that are difficult to understand. So a study Bible has commentary from Bible scholars included throughout the Bible to aid the reader. So I personally use the ESV study Bible, but the NIV and the CSB also have great study Bibles. So I would recommend um, starting there. If you're looking to understand difficult to understand passages, 
then a study Bible would be very helpful in this endeavor. Um, the way that study Bibles work is that you have the passage that you're reading on usually the top half of the page, and then the commentary from the scholars will be underneath it, just giving you maybe clarifying notes or defining um, terms that are difficult to define in our day and age. And so it just brings uh, the passages clarity, or it clarifies the passages in a way that might make it easier to study and gain uh, what God is communicating. Then another thing I would recommend in seeking to understand a Bible passage is the good old-fashioned pen and paper. Get your study Bible out, and I find that it's really good to have a pen and paper nearby to write down words or even verses that you don't understand. And what I encourage you to do is write those down, then take a step back from the immediate thing you're reading and think about what comes before or after that passage. Maybe it's a chapter or two before, chapter or two after. Does the chapter before or after clarify what it is you're not understanding? Maybe there's a word that you're not understanding, or maybe there's a verse that doesn't make a whole lot of sense by itself, but when you see it in the broader context, there's clarity that's brought. Sometimes there are ideas in Scripture that are brought up that seem to kind of come out of left field unless you know Scripture, because, you know, God communicates through Scripture all as one cohesive uh, piece of literature. It, it's 66 different books written by different authors, and yet God is truly the author of all of it. And so there's a cohesive message that's conveyed throughout all of it. And we can see this through our Bible cross-references. So lots of times in modern translations of the Bible, you'll see little letters around certain verses or certain by certain words. It'll be in brackets and it'll have a letter there and it corresponds if you, you follow that letter to where, you know, usually in the center of the page or at the bottom of the page, there'll be that cross-reference note and it will tell you where in the Bible it is either referencing or where in the Bible that, that statement or word is referenced. What's helpful in that is when you read a passage or you read a verse and you don't understand it, you can take a look to see if a similar idea is brought up anywhere else in Scripture. By doing this, what we do is we can use Scripture to illuminate and interpret Scripture. Rather than taking someone else's views and imposing it on Scripture, we allow the Bible itself to speak for itself. So that's a really good place to start. And then if there are certain words that you realize you don't know the meaning of, then you can see if the Bible defines that word for you. Sometimes uh, we can't find a good and clear definition in Scripture, and so we have to go outside of Scripture. And I, if you need to do that, I would recommend do not use Webster, do not use something like that, but use a good Christian resource that will, um, that will help you understand what the Bible is getting at. There are what are called theological or Bible dictionaries that will define words based on the Bible's description of that word. So you can look up a Bible dictionary. There are free versions online um, that you can go to for defining certain words. And then the last thing I would recommend uh, that's kind of a free resource is just some online resources. So one of the things that's really helpful 
in reading and interpreting scripture is to know the overarching narrative of scripture. God is weaving one beautiful story throughout the 66 books of scripture. And knowing that beautiful story and knowing the kind of the pathway that God takes us on in his grand story of scripture, when we know that, we can now understand where we are on that pathway and bring clarity to an immediate passage by knowing the grand story. A resource that helps us with this is uh, a group called Bible Project. They have a website, bibleproject.com. And while I may not agree with them on everything theologically, what they do is they, they seek to make creative videos that highlight how the Bible is one grand story. And the videos are really well done, and they kind of story through Scripture and help you see the larger picture that's being painted in Scripture. So that's BibleProject.com. They go through every single book of the Bible and show you how it all points to Jesus and the grand story that's being painted in time and history. Another really good resource, um, one that I I think is great and I point people to all the time, is GotQuestions.org. GotQuestions.org. This is a resource that is kind of run by several different pastors, and people just ask questions. They have answered thousands and thousands of Bible questions, and these pastors have, uh, and scholars have spent a lot of time doing research answering these questions thoughtfully. So if you have a question on a specific passage of scripture or a word or anything like that, I can almost guarantee that someone else has probably asked that same question at gotquestions.org. And uh, God Questions is great. They're, they ha- hold orthodox beliefs. Um, they are very similar to kind of Baptist background and beliefs. And so I, I recommend uh, gotquestions.org all the time. And then um, lastly, there are some other resources that you could use that um, would maybe cost a little bit of money. First one is, uh, I want to recommend a book by uh, Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart called How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. Um, It should cost you like 10 bucks if you buy it. Um, So Gordon Fee and, and Douglas Stewart wrote a book where they just seek to illuminate the grand story of Scripture, but they also help you understand how to read and interpret Scripture in a way that is accurate to the way it should be read and interpreted. So that book is a great resource. Like I said, it would cost you about 10 bucks to buy it. And by reading through that book, it'll give you a solid foundation for when you approach scripture in the future of how to approach it. The second thing that I could recommend, um, but I, I cautiously recommend this, is Bible commentary. Now I say I cautiously recommend it because there are thousands and thousands of Bible commentary books that have been written over the years some by great uh, pastors and theologians, and some by false teachers. So I, I tell you this to, to just kind of warn you that um, not just because it's a Bible commentary doesn't mean that they're speaking the truth. But what a Bible commentary is, is it's generally a scholar or a pastor who goes in and studies a certain book of the Bible, and then they write a little bit of commentary about each and every verse. Now, there have been commentary sets that are really good and highly recommended throughout history, and I would be happy to recommend some of those to you, Um, but I would need you to reach out to me because 
Uh, there are 66 books of the Bible, and there have been hundreds and hundreds of commentaries written on every single book. So if you have a specific book that you're looking to study in Scripture and you want a recommendation on a commentary that would be good to, about that and studying that, then please reach out to me, and I can point you in the right direction. But then the last thing I want to to do is give you the final resource that I think is a really, really good one, and that is your pastor. If you're a part of my church, then that's me. Um, if you have any passages of Scripture that are confusing to you, then feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my email is peaton, my first initial and last name, peaton at fbctc.com. Shoot me an email and uh, let me know what passages you're, you're struggling to interpret, and I can either give you some clarifying thoughts or I could point you in the direction of resources that would help you. Um, I have no problem doing that. In fact, it is a joy for me to do that very thing. So please never hesitate to reach out to me or any of the pastors on our staff. I hope that this answer helped you in knowing how to move forward in reading the Bible for all that it is worth. If you have any more questions or any questions you'd like for me to answer on the podcast, you can Go to our website, fbctc.com, and ask them there. As always, please rate and review this podcast, which makes it more visible to other people. I look forward to getting back with you later next week. God bless.